everyone. It is January 4th, 2024. Dave and Jeff show ready to go. Show two of the new year. But want to mention our good friend Brian Curry is where we're going to start things off because right now everybody is talking about what's happening in the real estate market. So many different prices around the country are fluctuating and so many different things that you use. But right now there's no bigger investment than what you have or what you want to have if you don't own a home than owning a home. And so Brian Curry is your guy. So if you're a first time home buyer and you're looking for the right neighborhood, the right buy, Brian Curry is your guy. If you have a, a home that you're looking to sell and you want to get the most for, of course, Brian Curry is your guy as well. So many questions right now going on with interest rates and what's happening with availability. Make sure you call Brian at this number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Well, the one thing you're starting to see a lot more of in and around San Diego, I saw it in La Mesa and I saw it today for downtown. Man, there is all of a sudden a major push for affordable housing because yes. I think there are a lot of you out there that would like to buy a home, but you go, I can't pay $2.2 million to live in Vista. Nothing against Vista. There's not one goddamn house in Vista that's worth a million bucks. Save it. Maybe four hundred and eleven grand, but that's if you got five bedrooms. I, I like Vista. I'm out there a lot. You're not a million-dollar community. Wake up. And the guy who knows that better than anybody is Brian Curry. But I uh, just read today, article in, uh, in the Union Tribune, right on Broadway. Yeah. Downtown, a new building being overhauled. It's going to have hotel. Top level is going to be residential, and they're going to try to do it affordable for people. La Mesa's got new properties going in on Allison Avenue all over town. So for a lot of you that may have been shut out or wanted to uh, upgrade, man, now may be the time. Here's that number, 619-251-1588. Maybe you've got that big five-bedroom house in Vista and you want to go downtown. You're a Padre fan. You go, hey, I don't need five bedrooms anymore. Uh, Let Brian help you use the equity in the property. Get something really, really nice that you'll love. 619-251-1588. Hey, at the same time, maybe you're one of those guys downtown that says, I need a Chuck E. Cheese near me, and I am moving to Vista. I am moving to Vista. They got like six of them off the 78. What the fuck's going on in Vista? Yeah, Vista Entertainment Center. (laughs) Boy, I tell you what, ever since Vera died, that place went right to hell. (laughs) Godspeed, Vera. Uh, Dave, I have a question for you. We rarely, rarely talk extensive Charger football. Yeah. But you have the Bolt City podcast, and it was funny. I saw today the preview for the Bolt City podcast available on Odyssey. It just seemed from reading the preview that the Palais boys and Mario seem like it's a done deal that Harbaugh's going to the chart. I mean, you guys are already installing the offense, hiring the coach. I didn't know that press conference had taken place. All right, so here's the situation. I'm not going to give sources away. I'm not on there, at least. Okay. But I have pretty good sources on this one about Harbaugh. And so when Harbaugh's in town, and you and I spoke about it a yeah. little bit, but he has a new agent. Why would you get a new Dine agent he. when you already have a contract? Like, yeah. you don't go out looking for a new agent when you already have a contract set in stone with Michigan. So, a couple different sides. The one thing that, and a bunch of people were reaching out to me, different media outlets were reaching out to me yesterday, were asking, hey, can I ask this one question? And this is the one I kept getting. Is your source on Jim Harbaugh's side or is it on the Chargers' side? Ooh. I will say it's it's a little bit on both. Oh, that's good. Okay, it's a little bit on both. So, that's all I'll say. But off there, of course, yeah, I... Dude, fucking Jeff. I'll tell that story in a second. <laughs> Dude, I want to punch you right in the face I'm right going to punch you right in the neck. Um, 
So you can't swallow them. But I'll tell you, of course, I'll tell you as soon as we're done oh, here yeah. what, what the source is. But yeah, right now we're we're hearing that they met multiple times with the Spanos family representatives from him when he was in town last week getting ready for Alabama. All right, I got I got one interesting for you okay, too. Good, let's go. It's become very very interesting in Vegas. Yep, that Harbaugh's in play there. Now that doesn't surprise me. Now I'll give you a handful of reasons why. Go ahead, and I'll, I'll give you a handful of reasons why not. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Tom Brady, yeah, is buying a portion of the Raiders. Yes. Tom Brady's agent is Don Yee, yep. who just became Jim Harbaugh's agent. Exactly. Mark Davis has had a great affection for Jim Harbaugh for the reason that Jim Harbaugh has always spoken very highly of Al Davis. Yep. There's quotes saying that when uh, Jim was an assistant coach for the Raiders, he would just go sit in there, take notes, listen to Al, and Al loved him because he played the game. The other point being, I went to look today. There's a website called PSL Source. You yeah. can't even get on the waiting list in Vegas for the Raiders. That's amazing. You can't. I went to look today. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you and I can get Chargers season tickets pretty easily no with a phone call. No problem. If you want to just buy a PSL before even paying 250 a yeah. ticket for whatever it is, 10 games, 10,000 a seat. You're out the that's the cheapest I saw for up top. It's 21,000 cash today for two PSLs. Wow. Before you even pay like I said, let's say 250 a ticket, that's another 5 grand. You better be ready to go $27,000 and you can't get in. And what they told me today in Vegas is Antonio Pierce is a really, really great story. Yeah. The problem is, if you have watched the Raiders, there have been games like Kansas City and the Chargers that have been great. But unfortunately, they've also had games like they had against the Colts and the Vikings that have been awful. Yeah. This game this weekend, Denver doesn't really have much going on, but but they'll play it. I don't think Aiden O'Connell is going to be the quarterback. But the one thing that Mark Davis is not happy with is the inconsistency that he's seeing with the team. And they come out one week and they're great. And I think there's a huge fear of committing to Antonio Pierce, no matter what Devontae Adams said, no matter what Max Crosby said. And what they are selling Harbaugh on is that you'll be Mr. Vegas, baby. You'll be Engelbert. You will own this town. You go to L.A., yeah, even the guy in your own stadium. It's Sean McVay. So, and the other thing yeah, is, Dave. Not exactly sure on that one. Uh, not exactly sure. I, I think he immediately becomes the most popular charger. More popular than Justin Herbert. Yeah, but they've got the money. The Raiders definitely have the money. And the one thing that they're banking on is that Dean won't pay it. But I think there's a lot of people that said this is the time when Dean is going to pay because Dean's sick of being called cheap. So well, the thing is, Dean is not cheap except when it comes to coaches. Yeah. Because Dean's payroll is through the roof. Like he's so far over the top, almost 50 million over the top right now. Yeah, they'll pay it. But, oh, this was the other thing. This was the other thing pointed out to me today in Vegas. Yes. If Harbaugh goes to the Raiders. Yeah. 
Tom Brady's a Michigan guy. They share an agent, yep. right? Mark Davis has no problem at all with letting those guys have a say in personnel. Yeah, of course. Champ yeah. Kelly is the interim GM. Yes. They are going to play up the angle that John Spanos is going to struggle to give away the authority that he has. Couldn't agree more. And and they think that could be the biggest play, is that Champ Kelly will be there, will have a say if he even stays, but uh, the personnel, and it's the one thing we know about Mark Davis Man, he he develops a crush on guys. He had a <laughs> he does not not in a no. I know what you're saying. Yeah, of course, he's and a fan. He is a fanboy. He's a huge fanboy to this day of John Gruden. Yes, he is an unbelievable fanboy from what everybody is saying about Tom Brady. Yes, and Tom Brady. The feeling is Tom Brady. Is going to push for Michigan Harbaugh. Got it. Former Raider. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, if the Raiders go out and win big, Dave, against Denver, even in a meaningless game, boy, it's pretty hard, pretty hard to say no to Antonio Pierce after what you did to Rich Bisaccia. That's the thing is the Raiders have been through this before. And also, how many coaches are the Raiders currently paying? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. How many coaches are you going to continue to pay? This Gruden thing's not over. They could end up paying Gruden a ton. They're still paying Josh McDaniels. I mean, they're they're paying multiple coaches. Yeah. The one thing the Chargers have to offer is Justin Herbert. True. And that's the deal. You have a quarterback that Jim Harbaugh has been quoted as saying over and over again, he's his favorite guy in the NFL. He loves him. Loves Justin Herbert. Now, the big deal is Dean has this to answer. Is Dean going to pick team over family? Because he has given all the power to his son, John. And John makes all the decisions, and yet Tom Telesco takes the, the heat when things go wrong. But everyone will tell you it's John Spanos that drafted Quentin Johnson yeah. over Flowers and Addison and anyone else he could have got at wide receiver. It is He's the one that has dropped the ball over and over again. Jerry Tillery, all these goofball draft picks that fall on Telesco that were John Spanos' call. So you now Dean has to say to his son, it is not working. We got to go with a guy that when 70% of his game is in the NFL, which is what he did with the 49ers, that doesn't happen in this league. So, you know, Jim Harbaugh is a winner, and he changes the culture. Now, if the deal's not done with the Chargers and it comes down to Dean making a bad decision, I think he's lost a lot of Charger fans, even the new ones in L.A., maybe forever. Like, this is a a big, big business decision. It's not the money. It's not the $20 million or twenty five, whatever he's going to get. If you ask Jim if, you know, Herbert was on the Raiders, without a doubt, I think he's going to the Raiders. I think that would be his first choice. But, man, you have to have a quarterback to win in this league. And the Raiders I, don't have a franchise quarterback. My biggest fear is, I, I think the difference between the two, I don't follow the Chargers day-to-day. I follow the Raiders day-to-day. I think the majority of the Raider fans that you would talk to, casual to to pretty die hard, yeah. think it's Pierce, his job. And they it's pretty easy to yeah. gloss over what happened in that Colts game, which was terrible. Yeah. And the Vikings game, which was terrible. That was Be- terrible. Because he has clearly changed the culture. Yes. But Mark Davis is under pressure, a lot of it self-imposed, to win. So if Harbaugh doesn't get the Raiders job or doesn't take the Raiders job, I don't know that the fan base would be that disappointed or upset. As 
I think it's Harbaugh or Pierce. I don't think they're going to do anything where. No, I agree with that. They're going to go Harbaugh or Pierce. Yeah, they're not going to hire Mike Vrabel. They're not. They're not going to go do anything like that. I would agree with that. But but let's throw a quarterback out there. Well, this is what I was going to say. And my fear is that if Harbaugh gets the job, and they pick somewhere around fifteen, is he going to go JJ McCarthy? No way. That kid's not a first round pick. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, not, dude, you have okay. a better chance of getting Penix from Washington. Yeah. Okay, but go ahead. What no. were you going to say, quarterback? Wise? Okay. No. Well, uh, I'm going to throw this at you because you watch this team as well. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, free agent. I think he's going to stay well, he, in Minnesota. All the talk is they want to stay in Minnesota, but at the same time, Kirk Cousins, here's a, a oh, fresh he'd chance. Oh, he be perfect. You know, and if you told Kirk Cousins, guess what? All the rumors of us trading Devontae Adams to the Jets that we're going to keep him for you. Yeah. I think Kirk Cousins, and look, people laugh at this Kirk Cousins thing. Kirk Cousins' stats are insane, and they are every single year. Yeah, he has trouble in the primetime games. Let me tell you, the Raiders can't score a point against the Vikings when they lose 3 nothing. They have major problems. Yeah, I think the Vikes learned an incredible lesson. Yep. Dude, he's better than people want to give him credit for. Do you like that? I do like that. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they try to figure out uh, a deal with him. Yeah, and they don't let him hit free agency because he's coming back from the injury. He's there. They love him. He's got a great he relationship. Did a chant the other day, it was awesome on TV, dude. Did you him, see that move? Him, yeah, him and his son with their shirts off. Yeah, maniac. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, I I've been a huge. Kirk Cousins naysayer. Yeah. Boy, you look at it and you go, uh, okay, got it. Got it. Fuck. I mean, they've, they've rolled through Nick Mullins, Josh Dobbs, yeah. the the rookie from BYU. Dude. Yep. It's not that easy to just find a quarterback. No, and not at all. Have, and when you have one that works in the system yep. – is loved by his teammates, can walk right in. I mean, he's going to be gone for the majority of the first part of the season, but it could be, I mean, it's a weird guy to say, but it could be like the Mike Clevenger deal, right? Yeah. Where the first year is pretty low and then you back end it. But I, I'd be shocked if the Vikes don't. I would too. Really, if I had a bet, bet on it, I would bet Kirk Cousins stays but, in Minnesota. But the other part with the Vikes, they don't have a deal with Jefferson, Tonight. Now, I know they can franchise tag him yep. or do anything like that, but they don't have a deal with him, and and that's pretty big. They're, they're young. I mean, they don't have a ton of other veterans that are up. Um, Addison's young. They got to figure out what they're going to do at running back. I would think Ty Chandler's the guy moving forward. Tight end there. I mean, they got Hawkinson, so they're pretty good there. Uh, defensively, they'll, they'll overhaul some things, but... No, I, I don't think, I think this, if the Vikes were winning, yeah, Cousins may still hit the, the market if he was healthy. But I, I think this was a huge eye-opener to that organization, that shit, man. Are you saying Cousins won't be healthy at the start of the season? That's the rumor. I wonder why it's taken so long. I mean, look at Aaron, Aaron Rodgers said he, if they were in the playoffs, he could play for the Jets right now. You believe that? I don't know anything. I want to get into this Aaron Rodgers thing a little bit, actually. Yeah, I mean, torn Achilles. Yeah. Dude, that guy, wow. <laughs> He's a wow. Okay, so, for and by the way, when I just yelled at Jeff a second ago, like he didn't understand what was going on, I was giving Jeff a hard time. Every time Jeff is in the garage, the Kings 
Yeah. Suck. Yeah. They're up 2 nothing. Immediately you sit down, it's 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one to the shitty Red Wings, who so they a- beat six in a row at home. God dang it, man. And Don't every time, nervous? I'm nervous because you're here. Uh, I'm nervous because you're here. <laughs> every Laker game they lose because Jeff's uh, here. That's okay. That's all right. That's fun. Oh, my gosh. All right, so the Aaron Rodgers thing I found fascinating, okay? For the people mm-hmm. who aren't aware, Aaron Rodgers went on Pat McAfee's show. McAfee's show is on ESPN, which is a show, by the way, I, I do like. I didn't think I would like that show. I do He's like McAfee's show. not getting the numbers, show. though, man. I he, love Pat McAfee, yeah, a but lot of he guys is were, not getting the numbers. A lot of guys were fired. Um, it's strange to hear him on ESPN when they warn him that this cussing is yeah. going to happen. Cussing does happen. Yeah. And... Um, Aaron Rodgers comes on once a week. He pays him a million dollars to come on his yep. show. And Aaron Rodgers went nuts again the other day. Wow. And he went after, guess what? Uh, uh, ABC employee. ABC and ESPN are one and the same. Yeah. Those checks come with a picture of Mickey Mouse's ears in the left-hand corner. That's yeah. what it looks like. Jimmy Kimmel's one of the highest paid employees at ABC. Aaron Rodgers said that Jimmy Kimmel was on the, the Jeffrey Epstein list. How about that? And Jimmy Kimmel said, you put my family at risk. Yeah. And basically, um, lawsuits could be coming. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I love drama, and I love the idea that, that... You saw McAfee back down quick today. He should. He because should. guess what? He would be mentioned in a lawsuit, too. Yeah. He, he did there. And listen, I, um, I love Pat McAfee. I, I think he's great. I think what he said today, I thought was spot on. He's in the middle of it. He's yep. the host of the show. And he has a guest that he has a relationship with to say something. That he pays out of his pocket to come on. Yeah, and he apologized that he shouldn't have, maybe he should have shut that down, yep. he felt like. So, I, if I'm Kimmel, I, I I don't know if Kimmel, personally, I won't speak for Jimmy Kimmel. I would just say, I felt like McAfee showed remorse today, said, hey, I could have handled that better, and that's on me. Probably got a few phone calls sure from did. the boss. Um, Might have got a phone call, too, too, fuck can we change Dad, that? What the fuck? I told you. you I know. Shit. You're Why do you think asshole. I make this stuff up? You suck. Well, Riddick sucks. I'm not playing going. <laughs> We're leaving it right here. God. You're going to fucking take your medicine. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I hate the Red Wings. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, so, no, I, I just want to see the drama play out. I, I am curious I, to know, because Kimmel didn't work this week. I'm curious to know, does he become a focal point in the stand-up or does he let it go? I'm, I'm reading Twitter before you came in tonight. Yeah. And even people that don't like Jimmy Kimmel were backing Jimmy Kimmel. Going, Dude, look, it doesn't matter how much you hate this guy. You do not do this move. I, I, the whole Epstein thing has become fascinating to me. And, but I think, man, I, I was at the gym last night and I'm watching, they've got CNN up and they yeah. got, they've got Fox news channel. And all of them are showing pictures. Now, a lot of the story, they're showing uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Jimmy Kimmel. Dude, Kimmel's, Kimmel, it, it's, you're, you're guilty before doing anything. Because now people, because that idiot Aaron Rodgers said something, yep. they immediately assume that he's on the list. Exactly. Which he wasn't. Well, the list, the full list hasn't been released. If you go on, you can find it on Twitter. It's 900-something pages long, this thing. Like, I started yeah. going through it and went, I'm not going through this. Because I saw thing. that it's going to be, I just saw a thing that said January 22nd. Yeah, there's. if you go on Twitter, you can find a 900-page document. It is like, holy fuck, dude. You start going through it, and you're like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm going to wait till January 22nd. Someone else give me the list. But yeah. Kimmel's not in the not, those 900 pages. 
Yeah. So there are people, dude, it's like everything you read, it's so, it's like day one of Spanish one for me where you're reading everything and you get more confused. Yeah. Because you go, okay, wait. Could there have been people that were just maybe being naive? Go down, it's a billionaire, he's offering you a trip on the flight, right? And I get it. A lot of them probably fly charter all the time. But you're going down to this island. I mean, is there a chance anybody was going down there and didn't really know what was going on, male or female? Because when you started to see some of the names that were attached, you go, wow, pretty crazy. Stephen like, Hawking? What the fuck? What's he doing? <laughs> that was the, like, but, if I were to ask you, give me the craziest name that could be on that but, list, that's the name you would have told me. But David's the thing that we just said. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. I, and it's too easy to be too reckless. A lot of people are. And, yeah. A lot or, of news right. organizations are. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. And I don't even know that it was confirmed that he was going. But you're just seeing all these different names. I, I will say this man and and i know dude it's always bugged me but it it really i think bothers you more when you become a parent and my sons and i talk about this a lot because we've hung out pretty close to every day yeah since they were about three years old and always keep an eye on them talk to them couple of times a day, know what's going on. We have a great relationship, know what their friends are about, the whole thing. But uh, we were just saying the other day, the, the three things, man. Hit an animal. I think we talked about it here. Hit an an animal, a woman, hit a kid. Dude, fuck, yeah. like that guy in Vegas that went after that judge? Yeah. They should have just fucking tased the shit out of that guy right there. Well, it took so well, long for them to jump in and save that girl. Did you see the bailiff? He was like yeah. playing Wordle. Not even doing shit. There's nobody at his table. This guy's just hanging out. Well, Brock Purdy's not playing. What am I going to do? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where'd you come from? What just went by me? Oh, that was Dude, a guy attacking the guy. The guy is a violent predator. No handcuffs. Yeah. Nothing. And nobody, there's. Like when you watch in San Diego, my ex is a public defender. Yeah. There's somebody there the whole time. And uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. You fucking Detroit punks. Come here. Go over here. Go over here. Idiot. <laughs> um, there's somebody there the whole time. I don't know what they were doing. But that guy, dude, how are you not just tasing that guy immediately, taking him right out, right? How long? I'm curious to know. Your, your ex-wife might know. Does that guy go to prison for oh, at least yeah, 40 he's years? Done. He's done. And then he he didn't even uh, show up today for his follow-up trial. Yeah, he's, I mean. How would you like to be the judge in that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. You show up. Guy jumped over like his Walter Payton going over the goal line. Did you see there's people on Twitter today that did a parody video? No. And the parody video is so funny. And the, the guy in front, the bailiff, like his bottom three shirts are, or bottom three buttons are unbuttoned. His belly is hanging out. This guy, dude, the guy goes flying over. It was the a hell of an athletic move. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But she's going to be okay. The judge is going to be okay. Jesus. Judge Holthus. But like any of that stuff, man, like it's just whoever shows up there. Yeah. And if they're able 
to lock in that they were hooking up with those girls that were 15 or 16. Dude, I don't even know, Dave. I, I don't even know what to say to that. It It's crazy. It It is crazy. I tell you what, I think a stupid shit like this where, you know, everyone knows what's going on with the Wander Franco story and yeah. everything else. And, and normal people will go, what the fuck's that freak doing? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with that guy? How do you look at a young girl and go, that, that person's right. attractive? And then I'm like, in my head, then I start thinking, dude, I'm so grateful my brain does not work that way. Yeah, I'm because, uh, you're talking goddamn Rita Moreno. Yeah, <laughs> you go 100% other way. Dude, you are 100% closer to 100 than mm-hmm. you are. Yeah, you, you're 100% right. But and I'm my, sincere my on thing that. is, like, yeah, it's not oh, a I bit. know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I've known you a long time. It's not a bit. I tell my friend Laura all the time, I'm like, God damn, I wish I would have married your mom. <laughs> She's like, what? Not married me? Uh, yeah, I would have been all right, too, but... <laughs> It's like my mom. We were seventeen. My mom was like forty-eight. I was like, "Oh, you don't have to tell me." Fuck. She was like, okay. Yeah, but seriously, like, if your brain works that way, holy shit, dude! You know, seriously, yeah. holy shit. Wander Franco will never play baseball again. I mean, it's over. Yeah, no, he's yeah. done. And and even with Wander Franco. He was, what, 22 and 14? Dave, yeah. these guys are in their 50s yeah, and 60s. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Did you see yesterday when the the Ricky Gervais clips were getting back out around from the Golden Globes? No. And he was telling jokes, man, at at uh, Golden Globes, and they scanned the floor. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. But that's just, that's just one. I'm going to let that all play out. Yeah, but dude, that I, all, yeah, not, all play out. But I'm not tweeting anything on any of that stuff. That comes but for out. Aaron Rodgers to do that, but that's Aaron Rodgers again. The guy does yeah. no relationship with his siblings or with uh, with his parents. Yeah, the guy that can't keep a girlfriend. The guy that Jake from State Farm dumped. The guy, you know what I mean? Oh, Aaron, yeah. There's nothing that works for Aaron Rodgers. He's off of there too, right? Yeah, yeah he is. And then you from have Mahomes. Yeah, and then you have him going after Kelsey because he did. He's doing commercials for Pfizer. Just at, he's just attacking him every week, and you just go, Jesus, man, you got like major problems. Wow! Outside of throwing that football, you have major problems. Yeah. So, I don't know, Dave. Maybe I, I mean walking around without the boot, trying to show. But when push came to shove, he allowed the kid from the Jets to get cut. Yeah. And they said, oh, "I can't play." Yeah. Uh, what if they? We'll never know. But Un- unbelievable. Yeah. No, not I. I've never been a fan of that guy. I mean, he was a complete douche when he was here with Cal. He didn't want to come to the Holiday Bowl. Yep. They thought they should go to the Rose Bowl, and that's when Mike Leach and Texas Tech kicked his ass. True. And it was great. Tedford was a punk too. Yeah, he was. You're absolutely right. He was. I will say this: the other day, I corrected Jeff on something, and I was wrong. It is Usuk Go. It is Uh, Suck. It's not Suk. But I said Woo. Yeah, no, but the net, we found out the W doesn't count. Okay. It's silent. So it's ooh. Usuck, go. Usuck is his first name. God bless Jimmy Russell. I love Jimmy Russell over at 760. Could not agree more. Jim Russell had a tweet out tonight with a sound clip that said, can we maybe pump the brakes on the constant tweets that A.J. Preller, to this point, to this point, has put on a master class? This offseason? How? What? What am I missing? It's everywhere. Oh, my God. 
the the I mean, we just talked about fanboys. The fanboys in this town, both male and female, are a little out of control. If you look at what he got for Soto, Soto's a proven commodity. Big time. He's a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. There are four guys and a catcher that you hope will contribute, but you have a very, very small sample size. Other than that, you've brought over two relievers, one from Japan, one from Korea, very affordable deals. They haven't thrown a pitch. They haven't thrown a pitch. When's that it, no one else was chasing, by the way. What's the master class? What have we missed that he didn't sign? Uh, wait, so you're telling me there are still AJ fans in this town? There are so Dave, they've, they've gotten so crazy the last couple of weeks. Now, look. Go ahead, man. Keep following him around. Well, all I'm going to say is he's clearly not done, and you're going to fill out, you would think, well, you got to at least fill out the outfield. Let's start there. So, can you make the argument, Jeff? Honestly, you're a Padre fan as long as, yeah. and as much as anybody I know. Can you make the argument this is the worst offseason in Padre history? Not yet. Why? Your owner died. You got rid of Juan Soto, your best player. You got rid of the Cy Young Award winner. You lost two starters uh, in Walk and Lugo. How can you say this is a good offseason? I didn't say it's good. Yeah, but I'm you saying said I'm not, it's I'm, the worst in history. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that from where you were a year ago at this time, when you were excited no. to where they are now, and you're hoping can they finish ahead of the Giants? Nope, I'm a, I'm gonna beat you on this right now. Okay, ninety nine, ninety nine. When you came off the excitement of the World Series and everything, and you allowed all those guys to leave, and it just you allowed everybody to leave, and we knew immediately that it was done. Yeah, and that, yeah, and your manager left too for a rival team. Yeah, this but Bo- Boach didn't. No, no, not Boach. Oh. I'm talking this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say my this year is the worst. For where uh, you were a year ago at this time when you thought this was the season and you set all those records for selling tickets. I don't I don't mind Snell leaving. I don't I mind. Know, but you never liked Snell. You've I never only did. Got, but he won the Cy Young. You're wrong. Okay. I'm not wrong. How he am won I wrong the Cy Young. Been? He means he's the best pitcher in the National League. Great. And he's had how many average years did he have with this team? But, dude, he won the Cy Young. Great, and he did it for this team. Kevin That's Brown fine. didn't even win the Cy Young. He should have. <laughs> but I'm saying, he won the Cy Young for us. Great. We got the milk, and somebody else is going to pay for the cow. Looking back at it, for what Lugo got and what Waka got, maybe the Padres should have paid those guys. Figured oh. it out. No. Dude, look at Frankie Montez. That's what the market's I, saying these guys are worth. About it. That's my point. Frankie Montez got 14. Those guys got 16. Yeah. No, it's fine. But. Okay, you say so. I don't think it's fine. But I don't think he's put on a master class. He definitely has not. No. You're you're a fool if you think that. But the other point that I made the other night, I made the other night because everybody seems to claim they made it. We still don't have any idea what the focus is for this team. We have not had anybody come out and say everything's going to be okay. You have no no idea what direction they're going. Are they keeping us on Kim? Yeah, right. Today, tomorrow, next month, next year. I don't have any idea. No. You got you got four closers. You got four shortstops. Man, that's a master class. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it either. Now, you've got five weeks. To fill it out 
and let's see what it looks like when they go to Korea. And if you've got a handful of guys, if you've got a left-handed bat that can hit 25 home runs and you get a mid-range starter and you kind of fill out a couple other things, you may look at it and go, well, yeah, he got a lot of sh- shit done and he kept it under 200. That's pretty goddamn good. But he hasn't done any of it yet. No, there aren't a lot of guys available, but there are guys who are available that could help this team out. Yeah. There are. There, there's a J.D. Martinez out there who probably will get 12 to 14 million. There's a Jorge Soler could get twelve to fourteen million. Yeah, you, guys could put up big numbers. You got to fill those outfield spots. You do, and he's been a guy notorious for making moves late. Yep. I mean, Hader hasn't signed. Montgomery hasn't signed. Snell hasn't signed. Right. No. And dude, I saw a thing today reading the New York Post where the Post said. There's a lot of people around baseball that think Blake Snell may have a little bit of Carlos Rodon in him. That he sits the bed? Is that what you're saying? That's what they were saying. And so, I don't know. I still think Snell's going to get his money. I do too. And then all of a sudden the story comes out that Snell's interested in the Yankees. It doesn't seem like Snell is that guy that says Yankees. Yeah. Right, Snell is Angel. Snell is Mariners. He's, Scott Boris said he's open to everybody. Yeah, that's very rare for Scott Boris to say that. That is. Let me give you the the power bats that are available. You tell me which guys they you, you like. There are only sure. five of them on this list. This is according to MLB. Okay. Okay. Reese Hoskins, first baseman, coming off ACL surgery. Yeah, yeah. terrible fielder, but he's still a power bat. Okay. JD Martinez, we mentioned Soler, we mentioned, and then two more: Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah. Strikes out a ton, but has yeah. power. Outfielder, mm-hmm. Adam Duvall, Red Sox. Yeah. Who well, actually had a really good year last year. Well, one guy you didn't say was Cody Bellinger. And, go, and it was, well, all around players, Cody Bellinger and Chapman are on that list. But yeah. Cody Bellinger, center field. But you, you can't afford Cody Bellinger. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, Dave. And we don't think you can. Yeah. Rangy Gloveman. This one's one you've been pushing uh, all along is Michael Taylor. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're good. So, but. I mean, those are the, the names I just read you, basically, the guys that are available. Yeah. Every, that's it. That's As a list. free agent. As a free agent. You don't know. And again, you could trade Kim, and you can get something in return. Yeah. El- Elston today said something. I'm going to ask you this number because you're going to lose your mind. Elston said something today. He said, when you look at Kim's numbers and look at Dansby Swanson's numbers, that Kim's going to be in line for a two hundred plus million dollar contract. Wow! And so, if I were to say to you, "Hey, would you keep Kim, and only you're going to have to give him two hundred plus million dollars the following year?" No, you would say no. And I mean, I saw—I didn't see two hundred, but it's—they said he's getting a nine-figure contract. Yep, nine figure, dude. For Hassan Kim, how about Hassan Kim telling? Uh, Usak go and the kid in San Francisco, I'm drawing a blank on his name, that he told them, Lee. hey, when you, yeah, when you negotiate your deal, make sure you get opt-outs. Does that mean he doesn't like being in San Diego? No, I think he's looking at everybody that, looking at Manny, his guy. We're looking at Bryce Harper, who didn't. Yeah, Manny utilized his yeah. opt-out and got a whole lot more money. Um. I don't think it has to be anything specific to San Diego. I think it's just the cost of doing business. Dude, if he, I, I love, 
Come on, well, man. It's not like you don't have other guys that can play those positions. You got Jackson Merrill that's basically a free player. He's the minimum wage. You have guys that you could bring in as yeah. much as people would hate it. He's my favorite no. Padre. Dude, but you could fix some pro- holes that you just mentioned. Haas, you're trying to tell me Hassan Kim love the guy. Not a 40 bomb guy. Nope. He's not a 40 stolen base guy. Nope. Gold glove guy. Incredible. I don't know how much merch you sell. True. Right? True. I don't know that your media rights go up because you have Hassan Kim. Yep. Um. Yeah. Shit, man. If that if that's where the market's going to be, then yeah, try to move them today. And they might. I mean, they, again, they might. There's going to be someone out there that says we're this close, and Hassan Kim's exactly the kind of guy we need. Yeah. You know? Oh, dude. If I was, if I was, I don't know, Cubs or or somebody like that that may need help in the middle. Absolutely. Wherever he goes, he is going to hit the ground running. Right? Yeah. Immediately fit right in. Immediately make an impact. Immediately be loved by the fans. And his teammates. And his teammates. But, wow. Hey, good on him, man. If he's if he's developed and that's what the market's legit going to be. Yeah. 200 million? He Well, Elsa made a good point. He said his numbers are better than Swanson's. When you look at the numbers and you look at what Swanson got a year ago, that's the direction he went. Wow. Uh, good for him, but I, I just doesn't make sense to have it happen here. I agree with that. Yeah, love him, trade him, get something in exchange, thank him, cheer for him when he comes back. It's not cheer for him, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no, they're gonna rat fuck him when he leaves. That's what they do to everybody. Oh, that guy. That's, <laughs> that, that guy. Here come all the races. Come. Oh, that would be unbelievable. That's what they do with every Padre that leaves. Fuck that guy. I uh, can't. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking guy. Do the Yankees come here this year? Soto's oh, yeah. going to come back. Fuck, Bob Melvin opens here in oh, Petco Park. That fucker. Yeah, watch him get booed, making a pitch and change. Yeah. Fuck yep. you, Bob. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> Thought you were getting coach a job up there. Hey, maybe, maybe John could go up there and be his bench coach. <laughs> hey, why don't we move Casey a little bit over to the left? <laughs> Dude, how about the Padres not having a bench coach? I know. Maybe it's Johnny. Who's the guy that's going to step in when uh, when he, when uh, Schultz gets oh, they, thrown out? They said it. Um, Who is it? Uh, I'm not looking at is the it list. Niebla? No, it's not Niebla. It's the other guy. Um, other guy. There's 14 coaches on this. Coach staff. M- Mike McCoy. That would be the guy. He knows what it's like. Yeah. Uh, so I, it really was weird. In the sense that they're trying to hype it, that it's kind of a hybrid, that different guys will have different roles, will have it. Dude, that's like when they used to try to do, remember when the Red Sox thought they were so smug and we're going to do a closer by committee, and then about two months later they realized you can't do it. You got to have one guy. Okay, look, so this is how how it went, okay? Because it's funny. I heard this argument on the radio today, too. I think it was Ben Woods that did it, saying, why wouldn't you pitch Hater in the most crucial situation? Yeah. Well, here, the Red Sox, Theo did it in 2003. He basically went with his best reliever in, in the most significant time of the game. And then what happened in 2003 when Pedro Martinez ran out of gas and yeah. Aaron Boone hits the home run? They didn't have that guy that had balls of steel in the ninth yeah. inning. The, the, the Trevor Hoffman Joe Madden mindset. did it, too, with uh, Chapman. Yep. Then, and Boach did it with Bumgarner. And so what, what happened was Theo realized the mistake in 2003, and in 2004 he went and got Keith Folk. 
Right. And he said, fuck it. You need to have that mindset. It's just something different in the ninth inning, closing a game out of having that guy. And yeah. Theo went and fixed it. And the next year they won the World Series. Yeah. Eventually Papa Bond. Yeah. And, but um, I mean, there's a reason why some guys can do it. Some guys can't. Uh, one guy I'll, I'll say for left field, I still think is in play. And I'll tell you why is fam. That'd uh, be interesting. Because didn't fam play for Mike Shelton, St. Louis. He did. Had a pretty good year there. Yeah. So did Randy Rosarino. Hey. Yeah. I'm trying to think if either one of those dudes could play right. Rosarino's more left. Well, and Rosarino's a terrible fielder. Yeah. I don't think Pham can play right. No, he doesn't have a good arm at all. No. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, fuck, guess what? Left field is available. But. <laughs> I mean, the fuck, left and right and center and whatever yeah. you want to do with Tatis. But. I mean, seriously, I still think, I think, think Tatis stays in right? Yeah. Okay, here you go. I'll throw this at you. If they went Tommy Famine left and they put Michael Taylor in center and Tatis in right, you happy? Yeah, I mean, it's not the same as Soto, but yeah, I, the team needed to be readjusted. I wonder if Pham, if he had more than one offer, would come back to San Diego. Like, it doesn't seem like he appreciated being here. He, you know, after the whole stabbing thing. Sounds weird to say. I got stabbed in that city. But you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like he wants to be here. Dude. A lot of assholes, including you and me, gave him a hard time. Yeah, but I think in this town, that might be a little bit of Kirk Cousins. He may have a little bit of Kirk Cousins. Where it took him to go away. Yeah. And he saw what he did against us with different teams. Where you go, yeah, it's kind of nice to have you back. Yeah. And. If Geeks are apologized, maybe he'd come back. She was over the line. <laughs> Team needs a little swagger. Hey, a little edge. And so I don't know. I mean, it depends, I guess, on what Mike Schilt's working relationship yeah. was. I, I don't think his the market's going to be crazy for Tommy Pham. But I think he could be, I could see him coming back and Michael A. Taylor plugging in, right? Yeah, I, I'm curious to know what they would do. I tell you, it was strange to me, and maybe I'm crazy. I don't remember a press conference ever for coaches. A manager, yes, but to announce their coaches, I've never heard a press conference. I uh, know. That was strange. And also, again, it was strange. 12 coaches for 26 players. What are you, the Dallas Mavericks? <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> I mean, that's a lot of coaches. Wow. But there, there is a... A system in place, and then, I don't know, do you have the coaches in front of you? I don't. I don't have them either. But they did say, I think Dennis Lynn had it, that if Schilt gets thrown out, they... There's someone else. It's not They know who it's going to... Yeah, they're not going to do it by committee. Yeah. Have nine guys run out there, right? Like following the chicken. <laughs> like got the little like kids. Like clown college, just all these guys <laughs> come running out of a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Just come out of the car from the uh, bullpen on the golf cart. Um, no, they, they have it, but it's just, here we go. I, I love when teams just get cute, right? Yeah. Oh, we're so edgy. Game has been around for more than 200 years, but we're going to do this. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll get <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see. Go get them. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools again, more than 20 years in the business. Nobody makes a pool like Taylor made pools. Make sure you call Alan Taylor. You ask about available financing. Also, as Jeff mentions all the time, you check out the website, look at some of the pools he's done. There's not another company in San Diego that does pools like Alan Taylor. 
619-449-4452 is his number. 619-449-4452. This may be the first night in a long, long time where I'm like, you know what? We can leave the cover on the TaylorMade pool. Man. No shit. Get out and feel it. That fall air, uh, winter air is biting. I don't know if it's been all because of the rain, the waves are coming back. But the one thing that we know is when the calendar flips and we go into 2024, each and every day gets a little longer than the day before it. And that means spring will be here and then summer. And man, that is the most perfect time to have your tailor-made pool. I love sharing stories that have come in from other people that have actually had a pool built because they've been uh, doing both residential and commercial in San Diego for over 20 years. All of these can be found on Alan's website, which is tailormadepools.net. But one of my favorites from La Crista, TaylorMade Pools resurfaced our pool back in April, and it's been absolutely lovely. Alan and his crew were fantastic to work with. They came by the home, gave competitive pricing, finished the work on schedule. How cool is that? Anybody who's had work done? Yes. On schedule, very easy to get a hold of. How great is that? Perfect. Throughout the entire process, my family and I couldn't be any happier with our finished pool. Uh, we absolutely recommend TaylorMade Pools. That's from La Crista. Yeah, find out what the buzz is about. It's a TaylorMade pool. Also, don't forget about Kyle Fluker. He'll help you with your website. If you're building a website or you're looking to fix the one that you have, you know if your business is going well. If it's not going well, there's a good chance it's your website's the, the problem. Mithromedia.io, that is Kyle Fluker's company. 10% off if you mention Dave and Jeff. Or you can just call them, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. All day long. We never stop buying things online, right? Yes. And this is the other thing that I think we have to be very, very careful if you're in e-commerce. I won't tell you the site because it's one that maybe you've used in the past or you've been thinking about using. But have you ever had it where you go to a site and you say, oh, yeah, I'm ready to make that purchase. It could yep. be a hat, sweatshirt, book, whatever the case may be. And you go to checkout, and immediately that screen comes up that says not safe. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Not only do you not check out or buy anything, man, if you're like me, you go, I'm never going back exactly to that site right. again. You're right. I'm never going back. Those are the kind of things that Kyle can help you with. It's design and development number one, but this is the one that I love. It's management and maintenance. When something is going wrong that is chasing people away, Kyle can help you bring them back. He's done it for us. He's done it for Cali Barbecue, the Corner Draft House. Uh, so many friends, including my uh, great friend Catherine Reed, recently signed up and loves it. Yeah, find out for yourself at mithromedia.io. There you go. Want to get to uh, how older they and how much they're worth. Do want to mention this, though, because we set a record in the last month. The most Patreon subscribers we've ever had. Hey! So, again, appreciate you listening on Patreon. Uh, it means a lot to the show. So, uh, fantastic. I do want to mention this, too, Dave, because you talk about Chargers. Uh, Chargers lost somebody this week that, that you and I knew really well. We enjoyed him. His name was Dick Lewis. Dick yep. Lewis was the longtime chief of security for the San Diego Chargers. Worked in law enforcement forever. But we knew him because you would go out and you would see him as you made your way to the facility, man, going all the way back to Qualcomm Stadium, but then over to Murphy Canyon. He always had kind of a sly smile to him. You could tell he'd seen a few things. Yeah. 
in his life. But what was really, really cool about uh, Dick Lewis was not only the work that he did with the Chargers, talking to Jim Trotter tonight. And we were talking, and I thanked Jim because I read the story. Hank Bauer deeply impacted. They were very, very close friends. That's how I met Dick Lewis was through Hank. And I almost forgot. And and Jim said, hey, you're going to mention uh, Mr. Lewis. I said, oh, man, Jim, I would have forgotten. But Jim said, remember, uh, he would go out and, and Dick, like I said, law enforcement, head of security for the Chargers, uh, always pretty, I wouldn't say intense guy, yeah, but but pretty stern guy, and but he had a musical group, and Did they really? and they would go sing at senior citizen homes. Oh wow! But the other thing that I always appreciated about him was he was really really involved in trying to do things to benefit the homeless. Yeah, and. When you met him or if you got to know him, he was not a glory hound. He was not somebody that looked for the spotlight. Man, he just went out and and did the right thing and set the bar very, very high for a lot of people. But I've always said it. I've been a Raider fan since I was 13, but there were plenty of people that worked for that organization who wore that jersey that I cheered for. Dave, I know you feel the same way. So we just wanted to send our our love and, and condolences to Dick Lewis's family, who's a wonderful guy that made a very, very impactful contribution to this city. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go January 5th. Okay. Got three of them for you. First one's Bradley Cooper. Dude, one of my favorite actors. Me too. That being said, there's no chance I'm watching that new goddamn Maestro movie. I heard it's great. Okay, you tell me all about it. I haven't gone to see it. I'm going to say it's on Netflix. You don't even have to leave. You can watch it here. I haven't gone in the living room to see it. Oh, man, it's a long drive. <laughs> Traffic's going to change because kids are going back from school. I'm going to say Bradley Cooper is. Mm, boy. Wedding Crashers has been out a long time. Yep. Almost 20 years. Oh, that's good. I'm going to say he's 47. 49. Uh. 200 million. It's funny. I would have guessed 200 million too. It's $120 million. All right. Next one, Diane Keaton. Okay. Crazy as fuck. My brother used to live in Beverly Hills. Yep. He had a yellow lab named Jack. Yep. And Diane Keaton would see them and would come out just to see Jack all the time. My brother said she was just like any lady in the neighborhood. Except she was wearing a man suit. No, this was like <laughs> she was wearing a man suit every time she's interviewed. Yeah, that was like in the eighties. What's up with her? Uh Diane Keaton, I'm gonna say eighty four. Seventy eight. Shit. I know you went back to your old ways. I know, lost it. Uh if she needs a date to the Grammys, I'm going. <laughs> Why would she go to the Grammys? Hey, she likes music. Okay. I don't know. Uh big Neil Sedaka fan. <laughs> like Dan Williams. Um <laughs> Seventy-eight. I'm gonna say she's sixty million. One hundred million dollars. Oh, I'm definitely going. Robert Duvall. Pretty sure he. Are you sure he's still alive? Robert Duvall, I think, is alive. Look on your phone. If I go on my phone, I'll knock off this whole show. That's what I've learned. Hang on, dude. I want to believe that he's okay. 
You know what's a shame is I was a huge Robert Duvall fan. Fucking good job, asshole. Red Wings are winning 3-2. God, what'd you do that for? Dude, so Robert Duvall, I was a fan because of the Godfather movies. Yeah. And he was great in kicking and screaming at Will Ferrell. Yeah. And then he oh, went yeah, on. He's still a little, well, I just saw how old he was. Oh, okay. Shit. Sorry. And then he, he went on good. He went on Stern and dropped in a bunch of anti-Semitic remarks. Oh, not good. Go. He's that guy. All right, uh, so everybody old Dave, he is. Well, Dave, I'm going to say he's 93. Oh, man, that's exactly right. <laughs> Damn, I swear. I thought, okay, that's good. It's like the guy from the Oak Ridge Boys yesterday said he's not going to tour anymore. I was like, I didn't even know that dude was still alive. <laughs> Um, but that poor, that poor dude, uh, I don't know. The guy who sings Alvira, not the, yeah. the low voice guy. The other guy, man, the poor guy, he's so jacked up. He can't even stand up. Is that right? Yeah. Um, he needs to play that, that slide thing. They, they have in all country music songs. Yeah. The, I don't even know. That. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, Flugs thinks he's a guitar player. When you can play that thing, Flugs, you give Dave and I Dude, a I'm with you. I don't know how the hell you even start learning that thing. Yeah. What do you, what do you get? Like. A bottle. Wing, 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 wing. Um, Bobby Duvall's 93. Uh, that old Jew hater. He is. <laughs> <laughs> was he really, Dave? Yeah, it was bad. God damn, that sucks. Um, Kelly Clarkson did it, too, the other day. I was listening to an old interview with her. It was best of 2023. Anti-Semitic? Really? No, she just dropped. Yeah, kind of. She dropped uh, She dropped an Old Testament crack <laughs> on the Bible. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stern didn't say anything. Let it go. Uh, okay. Um, uh, he made a lot of movies through the years. So I'm going to say he's $50 million. He's uh, $70 million. Okay. $70 million. All right, five random questions written by Josh. Okay. Have you ever left behind anything crazy expensive on a trip? Oh. Do you ever leave anything behind on a trip? Did I leave stuff behind all the do time? Do you really? But you never like look under the bed and do that room check? No. Um. Okay. So I'm out of town next week. Yeah. But I'm only in the hotel Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I check out Thursday, but don't. I'm not done till Thursday night. But... This is my advice for everybody. If you're kind of like me and a and a idiot, I I travel with a pretty good sized suitcase, and then the suitcase usually we get pretty nice rooms where you have like a, a chair and an ottoman. Yeah, and and I come in, I unpack. It's the first thing I do. So my wife does. I unpack. Second thing I do every time, take a shower. Really? Yeah, especially if I fly. I but mean, this that, time you aren't flying. No, I'm just driving. But still going to take a shower? Uh, I've probably, I mean, driving to LA, I think I'll be okay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I go, I'll be in Toronto in four weeks for the yeah. All Star game. I understand the taking the shower deal. You smell like airplane. Yeah, you get out, and then all of a sudden you're just like, okay. Yeah. I moved in. Yeah. I've got everything here. We're good to go, and the whole deal. But what I do is, my suitcase stays open on that ottoman. Yeah. And every night when I come back, any receipts that I have for my expense report, anything yep. that I look at and I go, I'm not going to use this again. Yeah. It goes in my bag. And the night before I come back, I try to charge everything. <clears throat> but yeah, everything. Yeah. 
goes in there, check, check, recheck. So thankfully not that I can think of of late. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good, but I, I travel light though too. I mean, it's just my phone. Overpack. Headphones. But I mean, in a backpack, like when you go on for the flight? Flight, it's same thing. I do the headphones, computer, backpack. But it's uh, but as far as always a suitcase, I always overpack. More, probably about 25% of the stuff I never use. Yeah. Um, but no, thankfully, I think, um, okay, how about you? You ever left anything? No, you know, I haven't. It's uh, one of my buddies, though, as a year ago, made me laugh. He left Phoenix Excuse before me. I left Phoenix. He, yeah. He was driving back, and I got the phone call, and I was I was literally at a game, checked out already. I needed to go to my hotel. I left my pillow. I needed to get it because I can't oh. sleep without it. I brought it from home. You got to get that fucking pillow. And so I had to drive across Phoenix to go get him that pillow. But he was like, dude, you don't understand how important it is to me. Did you guys, Did you have anything with uh, uh, Josh or Jake when they were kids? No, my kids were pretty good at stuff, watching their stuff. My, So it's funny. My son, Cade, got a blanket. Got a blanket um, from my mom. When he was like three. Yeah. And it had monkeys on it. And the thing was just called the monkey blanket forever. And he, we went to um, Cambria on the way to Monterey. Okay. We were like an hour out of Cambria. You realize you left it behind? Yeah. We turned around. They had to. Went back. And, but it's funny to like this day. How pissed were you? Oh, I wasn't. Okay. No, because I I, I get it, man. Was it your fault? No, it was his fault. Okay. How old was he? Got to be a little kid. Oh, fuck it. When do you, when you, when you get to learn responsibility? Three? Watch your shit. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. No, I mean, I think, I think between, honestly, I think between him, his mom, and myself, he hadn't had it very long at that yeah. point. It'd be much different. Um. But we just knew, like, yeah. we're on vacation. I, I, dude, there's nothing. I can't think of anything worse than than saying, no, we're not going back for that. Yeah. Because I'm. I'm turn it into a three-hour drive to go get it. Yeah. You know. But, but you know what? I'd much rather have the memory that we went back to get it. Yeah. Because you remember as a kid, dude, if your parents do shit like that, you remember it forever. Oh, yeah. You go, oh yeah, he took my dad took me to a circus. It was great. I went to David Copperfield. And then when my goddamn sister cut the hair on my kiss dolls, yeah. they didn't do shit. Exactly. And when she True. Yeah, when she beheaded Steve Austin, <laughs> they turned a blind eye. No on a goddamn intended. yeah, on, a, on an American hero. I mean, what are you gonna remember? Are you gonna remember are you going to remember that they got you the kiss action figures? Or are you going to remember that she cut the hair? 100%. It's the hair. Yeah. That's why you go back. There you go. All right. If you could relive one day in your life, which one would you choose? Oh, I like that. I like that. One day in my life. See, it's funny. I was talking talking to Trotter about this tonight. For a long time, I probably would have said the day when I told told you and said, hey, uh, we should say no to KFMB. Because I think even if we signed that petition, I think we were out. We might have been. Yeah. Um, And that would have really sucked. Yeah. 
but that was that was pretty fun. Um, one day I could live over probably the day Jack and Cade were born. That was scary though. At the same time, yeah, big time, big time. But yeah, that one. I don't know. I I think there's probably. I love that one. I love that question. Um, just those days where you go, man. I wish I could soak it all in, right? Yeah. Like take it all in. Um, you know, if it wasn't that one, I got really lucky. My buddy Lou Pate worked at WABC and got me in the helicopter. Yeah. With those guys. Dave, it was like sensory overload, kind of like we talked about with Wrigley. And it was so cool, but I almost, it was almost like, so not weird, but you just, you don't even feel like it's you. Yeah. I don't know. For you, which one? Oh, dude, it would be the day before Jake died. To oh, see if I could fuck. The oh, dude. You know what? That's funny you just say that. That's funny you just said that. That's exactly the day because we were here. Yeah. And the one thing I wanted to do was go up and talk to him. Yep. And, uh, oh, dude, that's it 100%. Now, as far as not being negative, the best day was probably that picture up there, the one where you're looking at Josh in the Georgia Dome after they beat Washington yeah. to go to the championship and all the confetti's coming down on him. That was cool. That That's great. I love that one, though, for Jake. Yeah. Because I was here, Yeah, and he and I had developed pretty good, and I hadn't seen him for a couple of days. It wasn't like you were going up there yeah. on a white night. Or I wasn't. I just wanted to see my friend. Yeah. Now that 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 would be the winner. Um, that. Yeah. No, that would that would be it. All right, here we go. Next question: Would you okay. rather be the best player on a bad team or a good player on a great team, a dynasty? I think a good player on a dynasty. That's the right answer, by the way. Yeah. To anyone who's coaches, that's the right answer. You, yeah. You don't want those guys that say, "I'd rather be the best player on a shitty team." No. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't watch a lot of Clippers, but it feels like when I've seen highlights recently, they hype Russell Westbrook for being a team guy and those kind of things when he was the guy and then Yeah. Right? Um Yeah. Good player on a on a dynasty would be okay. Yeah. What well, was it? Tom Brady had a thing today that was on Instagram saying if you were that guy that said it was about me and I want to be the best player on that team, he goes, I want to play against you. Yeah. He goes, he goes, fuck that. You're missing everything about being a team sport. He goes, I want to play. You're the kind of guy I want to play against. I don't want you on. I don't want you on my team. Who is the guy from Barstool, Dave, that has the mullet and the, and the Caleb mustache? Caleb Presley is funny as fuck. Dude, did you see him the other day when he was interviewing? <laughs> Dude, he's my favorite guy. He asked somebody, didn't you win a national championship? Did you see this? Yeah. The guy said, yeah. And did he say Aaron Hernandez? Because one who else won? One one. He goes, who? Aaron Hernandez. Completely made him feel like shit for winning a national championship. I was a golfer. Right? Fuck, was that funny? God damn, that hit me funny. <laughs> those Sunday conversations are so funny. Dude, where do you find, like, where are those? I just oh see God. them on, like, reels. Dude, Josh always sends them to me. It is, it is, that guy, Caleb Presley is hilarious, dude. But they got rid of the guy who did Nick Saban, right? He's not there anymore. Yeah, he had, he had, these Sunday conversations, you got to look them up. Caleb Presley, if you want to just laugh your ass off, it dude, is, it's like, he, it, it's like the in-between two ferns. Yes. It is. It is so fucking funny. But when but he, he said that the other day, I wasn't ready oh for God, it. God dude. damn, that hit me funny. Dude, but you were just saying that. He yeah, had a guy. Like, you know who else? Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> he, had a guy on, he had a guy on that is a famous country singer, and he goes, yeah. you ever play high school football? He goes, yeah, I did. He goes, you any good? He goes, well, won a state championship. 
Yeah, he goes, well, I want a state championship too. We played real football. Because we're on the same fucking team. Like they were, he knew it right when they went to high school together. <laughs> but, but all of them are the Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers won't laugh at anything. Yeah. Fucking, he gets Aaron Rodgers to break. It is, uh, it's hilarious. That guy is funny. I like that. All right, two more for you. How okay. often do you change the towel that you shower with? So funny. It, it's not, I have one that I bought that I love. Yeah. But it's, um, it's a bit, uh, washing it because I hate you know you get to a certain point you're like yeah. okay I just got back I was running late tonight yeah went and did laundry got everything done it's usually probably I mean sheets and the whole thing dude I I don't know like I'm a clean freak I gotta wash those as often as you can right yeah I, I do sheets once a week but I do the towel every probably three days but I. I hang oh, the towel. I hang the towel out where it, it dries. I don't. That's like what I do. Put it in a hook and let it just sit there. No, it has to be over the top and has to dry completely out. And if it's whatever, but yeah, the towel is shit. When I lived with my mom, it was every day. My mom would go, "What the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. Going through seven towels in a week?" But I was, I was a clean freak like you. Yeah, as, as often as you can. It's the best, man. Yep, true. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask you this question. It's not one of his questions. Okay. I'm a, I only have one towel. Like I have one towel. I take a yeah. shower, dry my face, dry my hair, and then dry myself. It's like a substitute my, teacher when you go get the other like towel. Th- I think my wife has like three of them. I'm like, oh, what's the deal with three good. towels? That's good. Face towel, hair towel, body towel. You're really? Like, Jesus Christ. What the hell's going on here? It's ridiculous. It's but like when fucking you're, Jenga in that bathroom. Yeah, but when your towel, like the good one, yeah. it either didn't get hung up right and cool. now you come back, you're like, ah, yeah. ah, God. Is that sandpaper? Yeah, what is that? Or it just feels kind of damp. Yeah, well, like, You don't that. even know what that is. Dude, I'm with you. That, that, you, and I, you and I have traveled. We've shared hotels. We're like, us for like eight towels. All the time. Yeah. Dude, I need another towel. Yeah. I think it's chucked right in the hall. Come on. <laughs> just go right in the floor underneath the sink. Yeah, get that the fuck out of here. It's on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, it's one of those things, but then but then you got to go. You're like, okay, close enough, right? Like you yeah. said, four or five days, three days, four days, whatever the number is. I don't know. And then you go, and there's always like, I, I don't know for you, but I've got like 10 towels. But they're like the substitute teacher yeah, towel. I'm with you. And then every year you get fired up for the pods. You're like, yeah, it's beach towel day. It's not even close to beach towel day. <laughs> it's... uh. It's the like just the worst El Cajon motel tower towel. That's what you got. <laughs> just because it's got a picture of Gary Sanchez. Right, there we go. Here we go. Tie game. Yeah. You shut your mouth over there. Let's, let's get this place out. Shut your mouth. We're up two nothing when you walked in here. Yeah. Well, we're tied three three now, aren't we? All right. We'll see how this plays out. Four minutes to go. Okay. All right. Last question. We'd rather live tax-free for the rest of your life. Okay. We'd rather live your life without, uh, without having, excuse me. Would you rather live, the print's so fucking small, I can't see for shit. Would you rather live tax-free for the rest of your life? Okay. Or eat for free for the rest of your life? Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say tax-free. Tax-free is yes, going to make a big difference. That's the difference. That's the way to go. Yeah. Tax-free. Um, dude, I'm so bummed. Uh I think a lot of people, when I posted this today, a lot of you reached out and said, you know where this is. Salt Creek Grill I saw is, you in, post that. is in Dana Point. Yeah. And 
I talk about our friend Erica Lee on this show a lot. That's the place where we would go. And because she lived in L.A., I lived down here. So we would go and meet. And uh, Jimmy Hughes told me that was his grandparents' favorite restaurant. And he would go with his grandparents. And, man, it's just an iconic place. But it meant so much to me because it's where I went with her. And we would go and brainstorm different ideas to grow the podcast, different things like that. And uh, I just, I love people that are just very in in their own zone. And she was in their zone. And we went and we're just having dinner. And she says to the waiter, and Erica was probably 5'8", Chinese, gorgeous, um, yep, but like athletic. And she says to this waiter, I don't even know if our entree had showed up. Do you have a dessert menu? The guy's like, what? Yeah. Well, what do you have? Well, we have bread pudding. Oh, you're right over there. <laughs> we have, uh, I was looking at it today. It's like fudge brownie. Oh, okay. And she ordered like five desserts. And I'm like, it's you and me. We're going to go into a diabetic coma. But uh, I didn't realize how many of you knew it. And after 30 years, the Salt Creek Grill is closing. Wow. On the 14th. So we're going up. We're having dinner. So that Sunday, we'll have to do the show. We'll probably do the show Martin Luther King Day, the 15th. Um, Because me, Jack Cade, Danny Williams. Okay. And uh, a couple other friends are going to go. Good. On the final night. Pay tribute to our friend Erica. But um, when are we back here? Sunday? We're supposed to be back on Sunday. Okay, yeah. We'll be here Sunday because I'm out. Uh, there'll be no midweek show. Yeah. But yeah, we'll come down Sunday and do a show and then we'll figure it out from there. There you go. We'll do that. All right. We'll see you Sunday.
Sound through fence and any man cussing on TV Well, California cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laugh so hard I can't 